Hey everyone, welcome to your TV digest. Are we ready to dive back into the world of The Bachelor? I just finished watching. I must say, the episode was kind of dragging a little bit. I was just not feeling the storyline that they were going with. Um, I'm sure it's going to get better. The beginning is usually pretty slow to me, normally, so... I will keep hope alive. It'll get better, you know. See a little more interestingness with it. Interestingness. That's not a word. Um. Anyway, um. Today I will be bringing you the five things thoughts. I still haven't decided what I'm gonna call it, but I'm just gonna say the five things I wanted to bring out about the episode that were interesting to me that I found funny. But I need to work on the title. You know, you gotta have titles for things. Um, but yeah, so thank goodness it was back to the normal scheduled program. None of this live show with viewing party business because that was lame. It was its normal two hours, which is still a lot, but better than three, let's just say. So yeah, it was back to its normal schedule, just straight into the story, which is perfect. I don't need to know about anybody else's business around the world. No offense, but I just, I don't want to see you at your watch party, you know? Maybe if it was me at the watch party, they're at my house, so that's a little differently, but yeah. So, um, let's get into this. So the first thing I want to put as a highlight of tonight's show was the fact that on the first date, well, they normally have celebrities come through, different people on dates, not every time, but throughout the whole entire season every year. So this time for the first episode, they have Nick Offerman and his wife. I'm terrible. I don't know her name, but she's on Will and Grace. That's all I know. But Nick Offerman, I was like, yes, because I love Parks and Recreation. His character, Ron, is the best. So it was kind of funny that he was on this show. Just whenever they have these celebrities, I'm like, I know they're just paying you for this. Because, well, you know, like I said, they might be sitting and watching it, but I just find it hard to be like, you're really sitting down and watching this because you really want to watch this. Maybe your wife, but you, I don't see Nick Offerman watching this show. But anyway, so it was funny. So the first date they were doing like, I don't know, comedy, not, I don't think it was necessarily meant to be comedy, but it was kind of comedy, but they were doing a little short story about themselves and they would say it in front of like 200 people that I read this little theater or whatever. So Nick Offerman and his wife were there to just, um, give guidance and a little bit of humor, you know? So yeah, that was great. I really liked that because he's hilarious on Parks and Rec and that show was off for a while. It's still one of the best shows. So yeah, that was a highlight of the episode. Um, it might have been actually the best part of the whole episode to me. 
I don't know. Yeah, it might have been. It was just great, the little scenes, the little outtakes at the end of the episode. I was like, we need more of this. But yeah. The second thing um, that was kind of a standout moment was, uh, I think last week I meant to say like who I thought the villain was. I, I, there was something that I was going to say about the villain and I didn't end up saying it in the episode, but I thought I did. And then when I was listening to it, I was like, you know what? I never even said what I was trying to say. But really, the true villain of the show that they're making it to be is Demi. So I think I said Catherine last week and then I was going to change it to Demi, but for some reason I didn't mention it. But yeah, so the true villain is going to be Demi because no offense, Catherine is boring. Though her one spot, <laughs> her one part, she was on the um the first date, which is a group date, um, and she was trying to be funny. And she, I don't even know what she said, but I just know she like threw the mic down and it was just so awkward and not funny, but I knew she was trying to be funny. Yeah. So she's definitely not a villain. She's pretty blah. But Demi, yes, she is definitely villain material because she's a little chatterbox, loves to talk. So perfect for the producers, producers to, um, you know, use her as they will, basically. <laughs> so um, she's definitely going to be the villain. And I love how they just say kind of similar things all the time, you know. Well, first of all, she's on the younger side, which she's not the only one, but she's on the younger side. So she's a lot of times they mention that fact about her being young, but, you know, she doesn't mean she's not ready. And these older girls, you know, these cougars. And I'm like, these cougars, the oldest person is 30, 31. And I'm like, excuse me? I hope they're just telling you to say this and you didn't say it on your own because, yeah, that makes me feel, I mean, that's me. <laughs> I'm 30, so you're basically talking to me. Um, but no. Yeah, so that was awkward because she keeps talking about that. So, of course, that rubs people the wrong Well, actually, I don't think they know she says that. That's more of their little interviews. But I was like, they might feel some kind of way about that. They would when they heard that played back but I don't think she said it to anyone's face yet um but so she says that a lot and of course her and one of the contestants Tracy they're like butting heads the most because Tracy is very much in her head and she's one of the older ones the cougars as you can say um I don't remember how old she is I, she may be 30 or 29 but anyway um so she's all like she's so young she's like a child and da 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 and um on the opposite side, Demi's like, she's so old, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I thought was funny was um, she kept saying something in the, because she was in the, she was in the first group date. There's something she said at the little cocktail, little dinner thing afterwards I thought was funny. Um, I'm drawing a blank now. I didn't write it down. Um, anyway, I thought that also was funny that she was sitting in that seat. She she was not supposed to be sitting in that seat when that other girl and Peyton were talking and she was like peeking over the couch. So awkward. Um, but what do you do? You're sitting there. You can't leave then because that would be even more awkward. Um, yeah, but that was funny. So she'll be the fun villain because, hey, 
she loves to talk and just do her own thing, you know. Um, the first one-on-one day, I didn't realize that there were several Hannahs. There might be just two. Might be three. So I didn't even realize that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because I don't hear the name Hannah a lot. So the fact there was like several or talking on the show is funny that they found out of all contestants a couple of Hannahs. But um, the first one-on-one went to Hannah B. Yes, Hannah B, who was Miss Alabama. And that day was just so awkward. This is my third standout moment. Um, that was super awkward. And that's probably because it's why they edit it. Because, you know, shows love to edit stuff. And we all know they do on reality shows. But it was just funny. And it was so awkward. Because you could definitely tell she was in her head the whole entire time. And then the <laughs> I think that's funny that they didn't have any uh, they didn't have any background music playing when they first got there. I think they did that on purpose. Cause there's no way. It made it even more awkward. They definitely did it on purpose. But yeah, I was just like, uh yay. And um on top of that it was her birthday. I'm like, great. And she said something about, oh, you know, if things aren't perfect, you know, I just feel like a disaster, like a failure or something like that. I'm like, well, that's a sign that the date's going to be awkward. Um, and then, of course, they pull out early, I feel like. I feel like they do it later on, but they always have, like, a hot tub scene and in the middle of nowhere. And <laughs> so she had to get that one on her date. Let's go to the hot tub in the middle of the mountains after we've ridden some horses. So awkward with so she was struggling during the daytime. So, but I knew they weren't going to take her off anytime soon because there's a good storyline with her and the other pageant girl. Um, yeah. Why am I drawing a blank? And that's my girl, Kaylin, too, because they have the same name. They both are in the pageant, though. Um, and they competed together for Miss USA, Kaylin was saying, and they were cool and they were close, and then things just shifted. So, we know there's going to be more drama later on. So they're not going to get rid of Hannah G yet. So, of course, later on, she opens up and he gives her the rose because she's safe. So we knew that was going to happen. Um, I think I originally was liking her, but I, I don't know how I feel about her anymore. I'm just like, eh. If I'm going to pick one pageant person, it's going to be Kaylin. Not just because we have the same name, but she just seems to have a little more, like, I don't know, she's a little more interesting to me on on screen. So, yeah, so definitely that first date was interesting. Um, the fourth thing I wanted to talk about was my favorite so far because it's always interesting when you have, like, the favorites, like, the standouts. They, well, they usually come pretty quickly who's going to stand out, but I'm just like, how far they go even if they seem to stand out, at least for me. But there are certain ones you're like, they're definitely going to go far. Um, and one would be Hannah G, the other Hannah. I think she got the first impression rose. I don't know why, but like I'm struggling to hear their names. And sometimes I felt like on the screen they weren't putting their names up. So I was just like, what are you, like, who's your name again? And I wanted to tweet like what was happening. I was live tweeting during it. And I couldn't hear the person's name, so I kept being like, she, because just couldn't remember their names so yeah anyway 
to Hanji, I'm pretty sure that the first impression was the first week. And she seems pretty cool. Like, they seem to be, they have good chemistry, which is what I thought, too, when she had the first impression. I was like, they have good chemistry. It seems pretty natural, not forced. Because, you know, sometimes a little forced on camera because you, you just gotta do it for camera. But they seem pretty natural. So I'm definitely liking her so far. Um, of course, I already said Kaylin the first week, uh, mainly because she had the same first name. <laughs> I'm like, I just have to root for you because she had the same name. Um, but she seems pretty chill compared to the other pattern girl, a little more relaxed. So I'm, and I'm pretty sure she'll go far. And then I thought about Cassie. I feel like she was on the screen a lot, but I remember I did like her the first week. So I'm still liking Cassie. And then I'm probably going to say her name wrong. I think it's Tasha. Um, again, we didn't see a lot of her, but she's definitely one. I'm like, please make it far. But yeah, we'll see. I don't I don't know. Oh, and then the other person that was on the first free date, Elise, I liked her too, the redhead. Um, she was seemed pretty cool and she's one of the cougars, as uh Demi would say. I think she mentioned that in the um the date where she was talking with Colton and he gave her the rose on the um group date, which Demi was like, What? So <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, I like, I do like her. So she, these are, those are like my top like five people I think I just listed. So we'll see how far they go and it might shift as time goes on as more people show their personalities and other people I would prefer, but I'm thinking so far that they're probably be the ones I like and try to hopefully stay on them as much as possible. So we'll see. But yeah, um, I was going to say, okay, so definitely my favorites. Oh, <laughs> one of the things, okay, my last, like, big thing, and then I have a few other miscellaneous, like, things I wanted to say. <laughs> but um, I'm done with this virgin storyline, I think, with Cole. I think a lot of people were when I was, like, live tweeting, which you should follow me on Twitter so you can live tweet along with me. Um, it's just boring it's i'm over it you know it's just like we got it okay like we got it people and the fact that so many people keep saying on their little individual time with colton i'm like can they edit that out like do we have to see every day please tell me why okay uh what's her name um hannah did that on the <laughs> on her one-on-one date and I'm just like, really? We don't need to see the storyline again. They already did it in the first episode. Do I need to see this every episode? Y'all ask it. So tell me the reason why. Because, you know, I just need to know. I need to know why you are a virgin. Like, I get it. In this day and age, people find that shocking. But it's just like, why aren't you guys just happy? Like, wow, somebody that's different. And now you're just living it up like everyone else is. You're trying to be different. No. We need to question because you're so weird. Basically, that's that's how I take it as. They're just like it makes no sense, but mainly because he played football. So usually, the connotation with athletes is, you know, they just have tons of women all around. So I get why they're asking, but I just wish they would edit that out. You know, I just don't want to hear it anymore. And ooh, okay, but we're into the miscellaneous things now, because um, Heather. Yes, I wrote her name down because I was like, what's this girl's name? 
she was all nervous and stuff and she's like um I've um I didn't realize she was a virgin as well I forgot that that was one of her things for I guess her first episodes but um yeah but she mentioned to another girl she also has never kissed anybody yet I'm like oh and she's like making a big deal and then when she went on the uh there was one other group date um it was like camp bachelor and they did little kids games and they had a competition and one team went home one team got to stay and spend time with them and stay overnight so she was in that group and then she was like no i've never i'm just so nervous and i'm like first of all this dude is on national tv where they're talking about her virginity all the time like i think he's gonna be okay if you've also never been kissed but of course they made it awkward afterwards because he's like of course that's great and then it was like pause a perfect opportunity for a kiss but of course no kiss um but yeah that was ridiculous i was like really heather really okay um whatever you say and then um wow i keep losing my train of thought right now but yeah um that was that was um annoying anyway at the rose ceremony the main thing was the fact <laughs> the main thing was the fact that everyone kept interrupting each other i was just like there's one more person i feel like this I feel like most of the people barely got any time because every two seconds they were being interrupted. So that was kind of ridiculous. But the funniest part was um, Oneka. I really hope I'm saying her name right. I'm terrible with pronouncing names, but I think I got it right this time. But yeah, she loves to interrupt people with props. I was just laughing when she came out with her air horn this time. That was probably the worst time because air horns are so loud and obnoxious. So that was... That was pretty annoying. But the girl, Sydney, was like, no, I'm not taking it. Because she she came out there twice with banging on these pots like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, can I interrupt, please? Um, I'm glad they didn't cut back and show, like, what happened in that situation the second time. Because the first time, she was like, nah, you can't come through. But then she came back again with a bigger pot. So I just need to understand <laughs> But yeah, that was funny. And then, of course, you know, your girl Demi had to interrupt um, and take him upstairs and give him a little massage or whatever. But they made it sound like it was going to be something else. But, of course, who she interrupted was Tracy. Um, and Tracy was just not having it. She was up in the room crying. And I was just like, little girl, get it together. But um, we knew that was going to happen. But the fact that Demi was just like, you're awesome, like, I'm sure he'll love you as a person, blah, blah, blah. I, I expected to be more petty about it, even though that was kind of petty. Just the way she responded was not the way I thought. So, um, yeah, that was surprising to me. So four girls went home. Honestly, again, I don't remember their names. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I was just like, whatever. Um, they kept on the main people that are bringing the spice, the other girls. They weren't bringing the spice, though. I was surprised Sydney was still there because she was talking about not enough time. So I thought she might be gone, but she stayed on. So, 
my five people are still there. That's all that matters to me. And of course, what they love to do is they keep having these teasers where they keep teasing and then pulls and jumps over the fence and he's fed up. So let's see how long that will be before you see what the play out of that is. I keep watching because it's probably me out. But anyway, please um just tweet me what you guys thought about tonight's episode. Did you think it was dragging in like I did? Um, what were your thoughts on it? So just make sure to follow me. You can actually follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Keep the conversation going. Drop a comment. Let me know, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Okay, bye.